everybody. This is the Prepared Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Austin, and this is Sunday. Uh, it's been it's been a hot second since uh, since we've done a sit rep, so I thought this might be a good opportunity to talk about. I mean, there's been a ton of stuff going on in the news, in the media, uh, you know, that, that I think is worth, worth taking some time to talk about now that it's, you know, we got just a couple minutes here. Um, <clears throat> things with the vaccine mandates, uh, things with cancel culture. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on. Uh, I mean, I just want to share some of my thoughts about it and kind of put out there what I think is going to happen or should happen. And, uh, and, and we'll get into it, you know, um, before we get, we dive into it as always, I want to say thank you to, to our sponsors here at the prepared mindset. Uh, first slim fit holsters guys head over to slimfitholsters.com. Use our discount code prepared 10. It's going to save you 10% off and free shipping on your order. Whether it's a holster, a wallet, a mag carrier, whatever you need, the guys over at SlimFit will take good, good care of you. Quality holsters at an affordable price. Uh, you're looking for an appendix rig? Check out the Gladius. Check out their sh- uh, the, the Guard Ultra. Both great, great options for appendix in the waistband. Uh, if you're looking for something at the 3 or 4 o'clock, I recommend the Guard. That's what Trevor carries with. He loves his. Very comfortable, great retention. Quality made holsters, slimfitholsters.com. Again, our code prepared10. It's going to knock 10% off of your order and it's going to hook you up with some free shipping. And I think they just had to drop in their, their lead time as well. So go ahead and check them out, slimfitholsters.com. Also, mymedic.com. Guys, make sure you have a medic pack with you for whatever you come across this winter. You can be out ice fishing. You can be out hunting. You can be out blowing snow blowing. You can be snowmobiling. I mean, all kinds of stuff happens in the winter. Last episode, Lex and I just talked about some of the goofy shit that happens here in the Midwest that <clears throat> she and I have had the, uh, I don't say the unfortunate or fortunate, uh, you know, uh, we, we, that we've lived through, right? But it happens. So be ready. Go to mymedic.com. Use our code mindset20. It's going to save you 20% off your order. Whether that's for an, uh, a MyFat kit for you and your two or three friends that you travel with, uh, one of their bigger kits like the Recon. Hey, maybe you're in one of these warm weather states where you don't have to deal with the snow shit and this cold weather crap. Get a range medic. Have something with you for when you're heading to the gun range. Whatever whatever life throws at you, my medic has a solution crafted to help you out, take care of you, make sure you're in good hands, and with every purchase, they hook you up with some free educational content. MyMedic.com, doing great, great stuff for the community. Again, our code MINDSET20 saves you 20% off. They're also an affiliate partner here, so head over to our Facebook page, check out the offer section. If you order through our link, you can still use our discount code. You're just going to send a piece of whatever you spend with MyMedic.com back to the prepared mindset and support all the stuff that we're doing here. And lastly, DryFireMag. Guys, they are our newest partner here. They're an affiliate partner. So again, if you're over there looking at uh, in our offer section for the MyMedic link, you can find the Dry Fire Mag link. And a piece of whatever you spend ordering a Dry Fire Mag is going to come back and support us. I just had the opportunity to talk with somebody. I went out to dinner this week uh, with my wife, my brother, uh, with some friends, <clears throat> talking about the Dry Fire Mag and what a great tool it is to save money on ammunition and to dry practice at the home. If you guys work a day job like most of us do, right, getting to the range isn't always the easiest of tasks. A lot of ranges close at 6 or 7 o'clock unless you live next to one or work next to one. you gotta make a, you you got to make a plan to get there. Dry fire mag is going to save you some money. It's going to make a practice a lot, lot easier. 
They're great, great training tools. I picked mine up a month after lockdown set in. It was the best money I had spent. Um, you know, and if you guys been out there looking like I have, you know that ammo prices are only going up. All right, so if you carry a Glock, a SIG, a Smith & Wesson, I think they have a Springfield model now too. Check out Dry Fire Mag, pick one up today, and get practicing. Okay, so getting into, I mean, there's <clears throat> uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on in, in the media, uh, things that are directly impactful to those of us that kind of live this lifestyle. So where do we start? I guess I'll start with a couple weeks back now, the, uh, the Supreme Court, <clears throat> they struck down President Biden's uh, unconstitutional vaccine mandate for, for, for basically for most of us. Um, I think most of us, yeah, they, they upheld it for healthcare workers, which I, I mean, I, I both, I see it and I, and I don't see it, you know? Um, I mean, you're in the healthcare sector. So, uh, yes, I can see why they would say, Hey, you need to have this. On the other hand, you work in the healthcare sector. So you see firsthand the effects of what we're living through. You, you see firsthand the pros and the cons and you get the, the inside scoop, the inside information, right? It's like, you know, Trevor and I both work in finance. So we have a little bit of a better insight, right? Into, into, into things like mortgages and financing and, and, and banking and stuff. Um, just cause that's what we do every day. Not cause we're, you know, getting insider tips or anything, but we just, that's what you spend your day doing is learning about these things, interacting with these things, picking up information. So in this context, right with our healthcare workers, I think that like I said, I, I understand why they're trying to make this a mandate for them or why they, they decided to uphold that. But on the other hand, I think, you know, A, everybody should, everyone's welcome to their choice. It's a freedom. We live here in the United States. Freedom is what we do, right? So if, the, if that's their choice, um, you know, it, it's probably for a reason. You know, if this vaccine was so effective and so awesome and so amazing and so wonderful, you it probably wouldn't be getting the pushback it is. And, and I say that as somebody that is vaccinated. I opted. I made the personal decision to get the vaccine. Now, probably not going to get the booster, you know. Um, you hear about people with the vaccine getting getting COVID all the time. So then is it effective? That's the question. Um, I would say probably not as effective as they would like you to believe. And you'll find these these videos and stuff. Uh, clips, memes, whatever, all the stuff from, <clears throat> you know, last year when the, the vaccine was being rolled out um, to the, the general populace, right? Because if you think back to when we, when we first started getting the vaccine, it was the most at-risk um, citizens, right, were the ones that were allowed first access, which is our elderly population, which I, I have no problem with. It makes all the sense in the world. They, are comp- they have more health issues, our, our elderly citizens, our neighbors, our family. Um, they just... By nature, they have more health issues. You mean? I mean, call call it what it is. They they have more issues, so they got first access. So when it was finally uh, at the point, and I, I think it was around March of 2021, that. Uh, Hey, now now normal folk can uh, can get access to this. You know, uh, I think it was like what twelve years and up. We're we're finally able to. You, you can hey make your appointment. Go to the. I think my parents went to the county health department. Um, I had a friend that worked at a at a local pharmacy, so I went there and got mine. You know, it's just hey you can make your decision. All these people, all these talking heads, all these politicians were going out onto major media outlets, right? 
and telling you, oh, if we all get the if we all get the vaccine a year from now, this this virus will be gone and we will be back to life as we knew it. And this is going to solve everything. Once you get a vaccine, you can't get sick again. That's how vaccines work. Trust the science, you know, all that. So a lot of people went out and got the vaccine. And now we're finding that it's not true. Why? Because this COVID strain mutates and the vaccine is only good for, I don't know, whatever strain that we had originally here or some shit. Um, <clears throat> what it comes down to is that it's kind of a lot of bullshit. So um, the Supreme Court sided with the, the side of, of the people. Um, it's your personal choice. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. And then go back to living your life. <clears throat> you know, people that want to be crawling up, you know, their neighbors' asses and their friends' asses and trying to like shame them and give them, uh, give them a guilt trip because you know they don't follow their politics and agree with their, you know, whatever. And oh, you can't debate it; it's science. Um, you know, I mean, get, I mean, I guess you tell those people just mind their own business and get a fucking life. Really, I mean, if that's all you have to do. Uh, then, then criticize people for their medical choices. You know, I know a lot of people I don't agree with because they, they smoke a shitload of weed or a shitload of cigarettes and, uh, have done all kinds of drugs and pills and powders and all kinds of this, that, the other. I mean, do I agree with your lifestyle? No. Does that mean that I spend my free time trying to find ways to make you feel bad about it? Um, no, it doesn't. Uh, I, I really could give two shits less. So why some people feel they, they need to be so aggressive about the masks and the vaccines and stuff. I just, I don't get it, <clears throat> but it's our choice now. And that's been supported by the highest court of the land here in America. Um, that was a big deal because that was one of the things that the Biden administration was pushing super, super hard for. Uh, so that's a, that's a victory as far as I'm concerned. Um, and again, you want the vaccine? I have it. Uh, you don't want it? Cool, man. I, I don't give a shit at this point. I, I don't give a shit. You know, um, we've pretty much learned that <clears throat> it doesn't make that much difference. Does it make it harder for you to contract COVID? Yes. Does it mean you're not ever going to get COVID again? Certainly not. Um, in line with that, President Biden is now back on the horse, so to speak, about gun control, um, which is hilarious because I think the last time we talked about really gun control in Biden, excuse me, just having some chocolate milk, um, last time we were talking about Biden and gun control, was when uh, David Chipman <clears throat> was being, uh, he was in the middle of being nominated as the head of the ATF, and obviously that nomination failed. Um, and, and you can go back and listen to that episode. We talked uh, at length about a lot of <clears throat> the issues that both sides of the aisle had with with Mr. Chipman's nomination. Um, but now Biden, the Biden administration is is back at the gun control discussion. Um, you know this whole Build Back Better plan that he's got that. Gun controls built in there somewhere, and uh, so far nothing's been built back. Nothing's been better. A lot of things have been <clears throat> uh, markedly worse, honestly. If you compare them now versus when he took office a year ago versus a year prior, before COVID, um, I mean, and, and I'm not—I don't want to just sound like a Trump slappy, but I mean, things were a lot better in a lot of ways when the Trump administration was running the country. Um, but getting it. So, so looking at gun control now, the big, the big discussion again is, oh, we're, we're really going to attack the issue at the source, which is ghost guns. Yeah. Um, ghost guns, which, okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, I, I think the majority of our audience probably has a pretty good idea of what a ghost gun is, but some of you probably don't. So, um, essentially a ghost gun is a gun that is manufactured like a hundred percent from parts. Okay. Um, when you buy a fully assembled lower receiver for something like an AR 15 or even like a Glock handgun, 
those have to be shipped to your local gun store or FFL. FFL meaning Federal Firearm Licensor or Licensee. Um, somebody who's able to handle those transactions and do the paperwork for the background checks. Those are fully completed, lower receivers. They usually contain the trigger mechanism, and that's why that's the serialized part for tracking, okay, and control through the FFL and the ATF and blah, 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 blah. But if you're only buying, for something like a Glock, if you're only buying a trigger, okay, just the trigger bar, the trigger shoe, like the actual physical trigger itself and some springs and stuff, that's not serialized. So that's a part. You can order parts. People swap out Glock triggers all the time. Um, If you buy just the frame with no internals, that's not a serialized part. People can, if you know what you're doing, you can swap out internals and pieces and you can change over from a standard Glock frame to uh, um, a polymer 80 frame or there's all kinds of options out there. Then you get into things like barrels and slides and sights and stuff and all of that stuff's non-serialized. So you can buy these uh, pieces And just like you're building a car, right, or a kit car, whatever, you can assemble a functioning firearm that's not serialized. And this is what our politicians have um, crafted the term ghost gun to go with, because uh, they are essentially ghosts within the system. They can't be tracked, and this is is the huge problem and uh, one that really needs to be addressed. But um, what this would do then is essentially make it a lot more, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it make it a lot more uh, expensive for average folks to get parts for your firearms. So if something breaks or you want to upgrade it to a more reliable part or a more robust part, things like that, now all that has to be done through an FFL. Um, everything's got to be serialized. Everything has to be tracked, which um, I think is hilarious because this is all coming from the left side of the aisle, right? The Democrats or I don't even want to say the Democrats. I would say like the um, extreme left uh, that they, they just they, they want guns to go away, period. Personally, I don't I think it's because then it makes it harder for people to resist and fight back. And this is I mean, OK, possibly paranoid. I understand how it sounds, but but look at history and an unarmed populaces. <clears throat> And see how they fare against an overreaching government. Historically, it doesn't go very well. So when you have this party that's pushing so much government overreach and so much governmental control with things like, I mean, the mask mandates, the vaccine mandates, now they're coming back after firearms again because firearms are the problem. And I think it's always funny, right, that you look at these liberal controlled cities um, like Chicago, for instance. I love I love looking at Chicago for gun statistics. It's it's a shining beacon of everything that's wrong with this argument. Um, so on a federal level, um, and even a lot of state levels, because Illinois is pretty bad about it, we need more gun control laws, right? We need more laws, more, 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 right? Because that's what the only way we're going to fix this issue. We need more control. We need more laws. We need more checkpoints. We need more uh, checks and balances. We need more, right? But then when you get to the actual physical application of these, how do you enforce these laws? That's right, through law enforcement agencies, police officers. And uh, this is the, these are the same people that are arguing <clears throat> to defund your law enforcement, to defund police, um, to, to remove right? Government policing and go to things like counselors and, and social workers to handle uh, all of these issues that uh, police are, police officers are just the problem. And, you know, that's not to say that police officers aren't fully trained to deal with a lot of these issues that they're dispatched to deal with. Um, <clears throat> that's totally true. 
that's not a dig. A lot of cops would agree. They're not, you know, they're not equipped to deal with a lot of the things that they're asked to deal with. Um, there's a lot of, it's a complex issue, but when you look at the, look at it from a high level like that before, I mean, it's, yeah, we need more laws, but less people to enforce them. Uh, it really just means that the only thing that this does is impacts the law abiding citizens that, that are willing to follow these laws without pushback, without restraint, without, you know, whatever. So, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I think that, uh, the Biden administration's overall approval is last I looked, it was like in the 30% range or something. It's, it's pretty poor. You're starting to lose a lot of, uh, I mean, they lost the Senate. They're, they're losing a lot of representation, even with democratic representatives, uh, just because none of their policies are working. Um, so I don't, and I don't say that to say that I think that we're, we're safe per se um, from any kind of like gun control or gun grab or uh, anything like that. I just think that <clears throat> that they are going to have a much harder time now with passing some of that legislation than they did or than they would have when they first came into office. And a lot of people were on the horse of anything but Trump. Anything's better than Trump. Anyone's better than Trump. The, the Democrats know the way. Um, and then, you know, summer of love happens and uh, all these riots and everything. And then people start kind of waking up from their stupor and realizing, Hey, shit, we, we kind of screwed the pooch on this. Uh, shit's getting real rough down the street for me. And I can, now I want a gun. So, um, I just think it's ridiculous. So people look for ghost guns. I mean, we just had a, a, a horribly tragic, uh, school shooting here in Oxford, Michigan. And, um, that was a legally obtained firearm by the parent. Um, it's already illegal for a child under 18 to have that gun. It's already illegal for them to carry it on school grounds. It's already illegal for them to conceal carry it on school grounds. I mean, it's already illegal to commit murder and assault and all these other things. These are already laws on the books. And I think that we have seen, uh, since, uh, basically since the the Clinton administration, it doesn't work. You know, we can keep adding these laws. We keep adding laws and making it tougher and tougher and tougher. Things just keep getting worse um, because there's less people to fight back. That That's my, that's my belief and my thought on it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we need to take a different approach and uh, Hey, here's a crazy idea. How about we repeal some of these uh, overreaching unconstitutional firearm laws and see if it has any kind of impact or any kind of effect. I know we got, we've got several counties here in Michigan and across the country, they're becoming two a sanctuaries where you put essentially, um, which I don't necessarily hundred percent agree with, but I agree with it more than just having the laws is um, then your locally elected sheriff or law enforcement official has the option over which laws they're going to, they're going to actually enforce. Um, so that's, that's interesting and definitely, uh, more to come as those, those stories and, and things develop further into this administration and, uh, Joe Biden's presidency. Um, the last thing I want to get into today, <clears throat> cause I, I, I mean, I feel, um, I feel this one at home quite a, not, and not home physically, but at home and in, in that I am a podcaster, right? You guys are listening to my podcast right now. Um, is that recently, Joe Rogan is really coming under fire in the media. And I mean, he's always been kind of a controversial dude for some things and some other things. And, um, you know, for that reason, uh, a lot of the liberals really loved him, right? Cause he was all about smoking weed and having a good time and just being his own dude and like herbal medicine and, and natural medicine and things like that. Right. Um, and now all of a sudden, um, you know, I, I remember the last headline I saw was, uh, Dwayne Johnson, the rock came out in public support of Joe Rogan and his right to say what he wants. 
And then as soon as the cancel culture monster jumps out, he he uh, he backed off and oh, I, you know, this is a real learning moment for me. And uh, you know, I, I I have a lot to learn. And, and and it's like you know, seriously, what kind of fucking spine do you have? A, a, any at all? And it's not just Dwayne Johnson. There's a lot of celebrities that as soon as they get public pressure, it's like, nope, you know, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have felt or thought that way. And this cancel culture shit, it's just, it's fucking hilarious. Because now in the last like two weeks here, we've also had Whoopi Goldberg come out and make comments about how Jewish people were never persecuted. And during the Holocaust, if a black person and a Jew uh, were walking down the street, the black one is the only one who would have need to have feared for their lives because people don't go out looking for Jews or something like that. I mean, because you don't, you don't look outwardly Jewish, but your skin is black, so you're inherently at greater risk of um, persecution or, or something to that effect. You know, I'm not quoting specifics here, but that's basically what happened, and she got suspended from The View, and you know, and, and but she'll be brought back. <clears throat> you know, I have I have the utmost confidence that she'll be allowed back, and uh, a half-hearted apology or something like that will be issued, and we'll be able to move on because, you know, she's on, on the woke side. She's on the liberal side of these discussions and these arguments, so that therefore it's okay. Um, and I just think it's, you know, like I said, Joe Rogan used to be like the poster child for liberalism. Or, well, I shouldn't say that. That's incorrect. A lot of liberal people really in, uh, embraced and supported Joe Rogan because he of how he lived his life and how, uh, you know, I guess smoking weed and, and, and all these things. And, and, you know, it was fine. Now, all of a sudden, last two years, we hit this vaccine era, this COVID era, right? And, um, you know, and he's always had this position against uh, traditional uh, medicines and pharmaceuticals and things like that. And <clears throat> hey, look around, folks. We're we're in the middle of a opioid pandemic as well, um, one that <clears throat> isn't greatly acknowledged by mainstream media. That's you know sponsored and paid for by corporations and pharmaceutical companies. Um, but yeah, over the counter medications and drugs have been a po- have been a real problem in this country for a long time, and he has spoken out against those for a long time. Um, and now all of a sudden he's having episodes removed off of his platform. Um, people like Neil Young, who, I mean, has been irrelevant for many, many years. And that's, that's not to, um, deny his contributions to music. Uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young are, I'm pretty sure in the rock and roll hall of fame. I mean, they're legendary musicians, right? But he's not been himself relevant in, a long, long time. And it seems like that's all you've seen from headlines lately is, oh, you know, Neil Young going out there throwing a fit and some of these other music artists going out there and <clears throat> they're throwing a fit because they want Joe Rogan pulled off of his his platform. They don't want him to be able to say the things that he's saying. Hell, just this morning, excuse me, um, just this morning, I had a friend post on um, social media about how he was waiting in line to get his prescription medication or something. And the lady in front of him was arguing with the pharmacist because she wasn't understanding that, um, the price only went up because she wasn't buying one month worth of medication. She was buying three months worth. So the, the per month cost was actually going down, but the overall cost was going up, you know, simple math, but, um, you know, Hey, communication skills are a skill set, And I know that people that are book smart and work in some of those fields, uh, kind of like being a pharmacist, not always the, the greatest of communicators. Um, and, and if you, I'm sure some of you guys have had interactions with doctors and medical professionals where they're just not the greatest of communicators. Um, but I digress. So he had this, this, uh, this long comment on, on social media about how annoying that was. Cause he himself, you know, was recently out of med school and works at a at a local hospital and things, and then has to also put in a footnote about 
But this is and this is why people shouldn't be listening to Joe Rogan over trained and ed- well-educated medical professionals. And I find that it's just it's funny, right? Everyone's keep attacking Joe Rogan for these you know radical views that they supported about four years ago, because um, Joe Rogan's podcast has been on for, I mean, like forever. He's like the OG podcaster. Like he's he was the pioneer of of what we're all doing today and stuff, right? Um, and now they don't support him. Because it doesn't go, it doesn't follow the liberal narrative. It doesn't follow the woke narrative that we have to get this vaccine and we have to trust doctors without question. Um, and it just got me thinking, you know, I mean, in, in history, throughout history, innovation is innovation is born of, of these kinds of questions, questioning the, uh, the institution, right? I mean, hell, 100 years ago, doctors prescribed cocaine as medication, you know, and now it's like, oh shit, we would never do that. Say that's just ridiculous, and we've learned so much. But at some point, somebody, you know, had to look at that and go, hey, do we really know that this is this is actually helpful and it's not um, doing more harm than it is good? I mean, and there's tons, and you because you see the infomercials on late at night, and you get the stuff in the mail about class action lawsuits and shit. There is medication <clears throat> that was that was heralded 30 years ago as being revolutionary and good for you for a multitude of uh, different ailments and things like that. And then, you know, here we are 30, 25, 30 years down the, the line. And, oh, now that we've had additional time for this to play out, by the way, uh, this is really bad for you. And these companies should have known about that, um, but they didn't. So here, now you can get on, on this money grab and you can be part of this class action lawsuit. And that's fine. I think that some of these pharmaceutical companies, for as much money as they make, they should be held to that higher standard. And I know for a lot of people, that's what really bothered them about the vaccine mandate is that, it, you know, these vaccines, when they were ordered up by the government under President Trump, they were given basically a get out of jail free card. They can't be sued over any side effects or developments or, or whatever that, that are discovered with this vaccine down the road. And hey, um, there might be there, there's probably going to be some. You know, and then that's another thing a lot of the liberals like to scream about and say, oh, well, we've been working on a flu vaccine for years. And I don't understand why people are, are so hesitant to take it. It's not like they just concocted this. And it's like, well, if they've been working on it for 15 or 20 years and it hadn't gotten past the testing phase, I mean, that that says something to me. Um, I don't know exactly what, but I mean, how long you got to work on it before you get it to the point where you can roll it out to some degree? 15 or 20 years, or, you know, even 10 years, it's a pretty long fucking time for these companies that have really, really deep pockets, especially considering how many people get the common cold every winter, common cold in, in parentheses, you know, I know there's different names for it and stuff, but, um, you know, the flu, whatever. So yeah, I mean, you lead to questions and questions are what it breeds innovation and we learn new things and we have a name for that process. It's called Science, yeah, that's right. Hashtag trust the science, um, but not if it disagree, not if it disagrees with their political agenda, and that's the that's the issue with uh, you know Joe Rogan, is he disagrees with the political agenda, and he's got you know he has some liberal viewpoints, he has some conservative viewpoints. I think that, and this is my personal opinion, I think that Joe Rogan kind of walks it down the middle. He does a really good job of of having some thoughts and feelings on both sides of the aisle, so to speak which I think is where like 80% of Americans live, right? Is we live in the gray area between the red and the blue, the right and the left, whatever. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of people really, really like him and respect what he has to say. I know that's why I do. Um, I just, I, I don't believe how, how, the, how just aggressive this cancel culture bullshit has become um, and how we're just not allowed to say what we think and feel anymore as a general statement. 
So obviously this podcast, we don't, we're not, we're not necessarily shy about how we think and we feel, um, or I'm not, you know, I try to give you guys my thoughts and feelings. There's certainly some things that are liberal leaning, um, some feelings that I have, you know, um, and obviously more that are, that are conservative leaning. Um, I like to consider myself a fairly middle of the road individual. Um, if you look at the overall picture, I mean, I guess a slight lean to the right. Um, but whatever, um, we shouldn't be in this situation where we have to defend everything that we think and feel. It's like, it's like we're getting to that point in like that movie minority report with Tom Cruise where, Oh, well you, you thought about killing someone. So we're going to, you know, we're going to travel, through time or whatever the fuck they do. And we're going to stop you before you, you commit murder. Um, so even though you haven't done anything wrong yet, we're still going to arrest you because, you know, thought police, thought crimes, whatever, um, you know, pre the pre-crime department. And that just, it's, I mean, which it's, that sounds paranoid and stupid, but like, I mean, wake up. That's, that's kind of where we're headed, uh, with, you know, these large groups, these like cancel culture mobs that want to just attack people that have different thoughts and feelings than they do. Um, it's ridiculous. Think and feel how you want to, you know, uh, love who you want to love what you want, you know, have whatever hobbies and feelings and religious beliefs that you do. And, you know, I mean, cause it's great. We, we want to, uh, you know, speak out against people that do awful shit. And we wanted to, and we used to praise people for being these controversial personalities. Um, you know, the whole, the whole point of like being thrown out about racism, right? Cause everything's racist, you know, uh, last week or two weeks ago, Brian Flores, the former head coach, of the Miami dolphins in the NFL, right? Which don't even get me started in the NFL and their political bullshit. I still love watching football, but I just hate the, the politics of it. Um, he was fired. No one really understood why. He had a pretty good record, so now he's suing the league for racial discrimination and stuff. Um, and people used to, you know, rally behind people that were that controversial. People like Martin Luther King, right? Black Americans fighting for for uh, for black rights, um, and and saying things about how black people deserve the same rights, freedoms, and accesses that we that that, that the rest of us have. That we as all Americans should have, and that's true. We should. No, I'm not disagreeing with that, certainly as a, as a minority myself and coming from an immigrant family. And that was very controversial at the time, right? Because that's just not how things were done in this country, unfortunately. Um, so, and, and we look back in the past and it, we have Martin Luther King Day and, and kids are taught at a very young age to uh, understand why things were wrong the way they were, why this man was a good man for what he did and the work that uh, Dr. King did. Uh, you know, equality for all. Um, unless now it's kind of on the shoe on the other foot. Uh, now you just flip flop the two parties. Oh, this Joe Rogan guy is saying something that we don't agree with. So, you know, we got to cancel him. We got to not let him talk. We got to uh, disparage everything he does. We got to drag out his uh, personal histories. We got to talk about how he was medicated with uh, some kind of horse medicine or some shit for. Um, for COVID, which is not true at all, but it's something that the mainstream media put out there. And I, I think there was a lawsuit and shit. It's just like, look at where we're at people, you know, um, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think that more people, I, what I'm really getting at, I think more people need to take a stand for what they believe in and say, what's on your mind. Don't let your, you know what, if you get people on social media, they want to give you shit about it. Just fucking unfriend them, unfriend them, block them, ignore them, spend less time on social media. Honestly, none of this shit happened 20 years ago. Because social media was in its infancy, it basically didn't exist. And a lot of what these people have the nerve to come out and say now, they would never say to your fucking face. 
There's no way. They'd get their fucking ass beat. And honestly, nine times out of ten, if you look at it, they're complete strangers doing it to you or they're people that you're friends with that you don't see and don't talk to and were never that great of friends to begin with. I know that's been my personal experience. A lot of people I knew from when I was in, involved with music and teaching Martian Man and things, they all got super, super strong opinions on the internet. Not one of them has the fucking balls to say anything to my face about it ever. Not ever. So, um, you know, stand up for what you believe in, man. You do you. Uh, and don't let people take away your voice. This is, this is fucking America, man. Um, and if you're listening from outside of the U.S., which I know we have quite a few uh, uh, subscribers and followers outside the continental U.S., same goes for you. Just speak your mind, man. It's 2022. Fuck it. You know? Don't let people tell you how you're supposed to think or feel. You you do you and, and stand your ground. That's the only way any of this changes. Don't let, don't let yourself be silenced. Um, but, yeah, we're about 30 minutes here. It's how I kind of like to keep them for the for the sit rep episodes like i said this just been a couple weeks of this stuff accumulating and i thought it'd be a good time to get it all together and uh and talk about it share my thoughts and my feelings on what's going on we'll do we'll do another one in a couple weeks probably um now that i feel like uh we're getting closer to the midterm elections and stuff we'll start to see a lot more um a lot more issues start to come up and uh, we'll have more to talk about but uh, we'll have another episode coming later this week for y'all so stay tuned for that Until next time, though, you guys get out there, you work hard, you train smarter, and be prepared.